I love, you know? not just you, but I love when I see someone on like the bench, yeah. even the flat bench, and their hips go up like uh, at, with their benching. Uh, so I'm like, bro, two exercises in one? So <laughs> instead of like making fun of them, yeah. I make, I'm make i like, wow, <laughs> hip thrust and a bench press? I have never tried. Yeah. You getting married? I think I said that to you once. <laughs> I was like, I didn't, wow, like this is so... Yeah, push your wife away and bring her in at the same oh time. God, Dang, bro. I see. Yeah, it's always so. F- I love to like make jokes like that instead of being like, "Yeah, bro, your form sucks." Yeah, I see. Yeah, so what, I feel like when guys, if you just make fun of them in a, like in a happy manner, yeah. then yeah, they're like there'll be no hostility. They're like, yeah. ah, you know, like you know, whatever. Yeah, like a sense. Yeah, for sure. I and mean, that's a sense of humor, you know. Yeah, sarcastic. Because <laughs> I, I mean, if like, I'd rather make a joke than like just not saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're listening to the Down Talk podcast with me, Logan Down, and with who? Brian Cassidy. Really, a lot of the people I have on, I meet at the gym. Did you hit the gym too, yeah? Yeah, I hit. I went to the gym at like eleven, like ten forty-five. That's a good time. Not busy. Yeah, it kind of gets. I feel like it gets a little busy at noon. Yeah, for like the people who are working that like go to the gym at like lunchtime. Mm-hmm. But it really isn't, especially during the summer. It's really. That's good. What was your major? Uh, it. Well, I'm still in school. Oh, okay. I got yeah. your left. There you go. Almost there. Um, but it's like public relations type of stuff. Oh, nice. Communication. Yeah. Nice. I like that. So I graduated in political science and criminal justice. How was that? That was good. I loved it. Like, I want to get my master's in international relations. Oh, really? So that's the plan. Want to be a teacher? Professor? No, no. I want I to work. I, would, I could see you. Yeah. It's like this Jack, like... Jack professor. Scary kids. <laughs> nah. I want, I want to work for the... Like, the U.S. Embassy or something like that, okay. you know, and see where it goes from there. But I work for the church, but kind of like the plan, man. And you say and work for the church? Yeah. Oh, sometimes. So. Hey, my my bishop growing up worked. I guess he now still works for the church. Oh, really? Yeah, because he grew up in like an all ASL ward, so okay. both of his parents were deaf. Yeah. So he learned how to do sign language. So he did sign language for the church for a while for like translating and stuff. Mm-hmm. But now what he does, I, I think he still does it. Now he's the state president, which is pretty cool. Um, but n- well, now what he does, he he trains temple presidents. So like, boom, they build a temple. Then they call a new temple president. But there's never been one there before. Right. So they call him out to kind of train the new one, but like almost kind of like to train him what to do, what kind of like the protocol is like. Yeah. So that's what he does. So he, he travels to places where there's temples. And, yeah. And it's so, oh, wow, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's something actually, I was actually wondering. Like, you know, when they build up temples to places where the church is new, I'm like, how do people come up with like, you know, like trainings and stuff? And Yeah. Because they kind of like have to learn everything, you know, and like do different, you know what I mean? So true. That's cool. Have you seen, do you see that they built a temple in two months? No way. Yeah. No so way normally, you know, it takes them like three to five years to build a temple. Yeah. Um, but they found, I think it's like Montana or something, but they kind of pre-assembled the oh. rooms like in a factory. Oh my gosh. And it's like a kind of smaller temple, but they're like, I think they're said they're like 25 like blocks almost. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then they put the blocks like together then they just like stacked them. Then they had to do the inside and plumbing and everything, obviously. Mm-hmm. But it took them like, not not counting like pre-making it, but all assembling, 
plumbing and everything was like two months. Two months. Two months. Dang, man, technology. And like, if you imagine if like if that can, even if it took a year, imagine there'd be way more temples everywhere. Way more temples. Like I even heard of like portable temples that they can. Oh, the one that came? Yeah. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. That was pretty cool. That was cool. That's cool. I mean, I'm sure they can do those, you know, like the quick ones. Yeah. But it's actually super cool. Let me, I don't. Let me see if I can find it, because it, it, it looks like a temple. It doesn't look like, uh, it's not a trailer park temple. Yeah. You would have you could like never tell. Oh, wow. Like, the temple. Where was it at? I, I, I want to say like Montana or something. Montana. Like, yeah, it was actually, I think it maybe just probably find a picture. Ugh. Okay, no, it's not pulling up anything for me. Yeah, I, I think I, yeah, I saw a video about it, then the church came out, something about it. How long ago did you get baptized again? It's been four years. So it was almost like right as you came here. Right. Yeah. Got baptized. Got here. Spent anybody. No English. No. Look. Yeah. Yeah, I was decent, but not very good at it. But um spent a year in school and then got baptized and things good. I went from there. It was good. That's my life. Really? Yeah. I, I baptized one of my friends like a year and a half ago. No way. Yeah. Not on the mission, like oh. at college. Oh here? Did you serve a mission? Yeah, Vegas. Oh, Vegas, you told me. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Oh, oh, what? Is this it? 84 days. I guess it's like almost three months. Yeah. Show me a picture of the temple, please. Yeah, I met him at the gym, actually. <laughs> um, His name's Alex. He's like super tall. Oh, skinny? Uh, no, he's like big. Is he? He's like, he's a, he used to have a big like afro. He's like 6'2", and like a big afro for a while. But then I met him. Then we were joking about uh, we became friends because like we bonded on anime. Okay. Then we're like, oh, this is cool. Then somehow it got brought up. He was meeting with the missionaries. I was like, well, that's cool. I'll baptize you one day. And it was like the running joke for like months, you yeah. know, until he was like, I'm getting baptized. Oh, I was like, better be by me. Yeah. It was. Yeah. Crazy story, bro. Yeah, it is pretty cool. That's awesome. Well, oh, what word do you go to here? The ten Ford. Tethor? Yeah. Do you like it? It's good. I'm, I'm the sacrament coordinator, so. Oh, bless the, uh, you bring the bread? I bring the bread. Bless the bread. It's been two years since I've been in this world, so. Two years? I'm not like, like an OG. <laughs> Yo, I can't find a picture. Rough. It's, but it said 86 days. That's well, that's fast. That's fast. I mean. Oh, yeah. If we, we, if we use that technology to, like, build temples, then. I yeah. guess we have thousand temples. But this temple was like is mainly like almost like oh they almost look like blocks. Mm-hmm. They they put the main blocks down, then they cut out like rooms and stuff and kind of like yeah it makes sense. They have different rooms for like different sessions. Yeah, which makes sense. I think I've seen houses like that. Yeah, yeah. Where they have like different parts and they like actually use like three D um, printers. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah, the the, the yeah. lining in the house, the or it's house. like concrete or something, right? Yeah. yeah those that's, are crazy. Yeah, and then they just build up houses, and I'm like, wow, that's cool, and it's very quick. Like, but like, in Africa, yeah, I've seen that in Africa too. In South Africa, they're building those. Dang. Yeah. So I saw someone when I was in Vegas. There, they, I think I had a member, and he was telling me how they're making a community out of like like apartments and stuff out of freight one of those like they're on boats but they're like big metal freights hmm. they're like 80 feet by like 10 feet 
I don't know why they're called, but like the, the big metal things. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. But it was super cool. But kind of like that. Kind of yeah. just, it's just metal. And right. I like put it together and make it like a house. Yeah. And the thing is that they're durable. Like, yeah. They're some, yeah. And that's cool, man. Stuff. So how far away is your mission in Africa from where you grew up? Um, it's three countries away. So you have my country, it's so the Ivory Coast, and then you have... Ivory Coast is like this part of Africa, right? Or right. Part, so, right? Yeah, right. Um, like coast. So this is like the horse. Look at my hand. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so like here? Right here. Perfect. Okay, okay. That's, is, is that close to like Nigeria-ish? Yeah. So you have Ghana, Nigeria, and then Cameroon. Cameroon, okay. Yeah. Oh, close-ish. Close-ish, yeah. But, but aren't, aren't you going to like the complete other side, right? Yeah, east side. Okay. East side. East side. East. <laughs> yep. So, yeah, I'm excited. Leaving in about a month. A month? Yeah, coming up soon. I haven't seen my family since I got here, so it's been like five years. Have you never been back? No, yeah, I've been back since I got here. Dang. Yeah. Been like almost five years. That's, so. pro- that's probably crazy. Because you're like, I'm going on a mission for two years, lot, whatever. Right. Like, I was away from my family for five years. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody else is going to be like crying. And you're like, see you later. See you later, bro. <laughs> like, yeah. the reunion is when you get home before exactly. the mission. Before the mission. Not the, the, not after when, the mission. Yeah. yeah. For real. But like, <laughs> when they see you now, they're like, were you this big when you, <laughs> did you get, did you gain a lot of size? Oh, yeah. Coming to the States? Definitely. I was, I was, I wasn't skinny. But I didn't have like muscle size, you know. I was fat, kind of. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. So I had to just a six pack. <laughs> yeah, I had to work that out for real. Like I wasn't very, yeah, I wasn't very. Like I didn't have that much muscle mass. So, yeah, I wasn't. I was kind of skinny fat, you know. Then you blew up. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. I feel like you have a lot of intensity at the gym. You do. Like you push hard. I do, yeah. And may, maybe the form is it, yeah, yeah, isn't, yeah, is it 100. <laughs> but what makes up for it is like you push hard. Yeah. And it works up the muscle. And, and you yell. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. I grunt a lot. Hey. But yeah. Um, yeah. I kind of like, I like push hard, you know, and yeah. very heavy. And I mean, I stopped, I used to go very heavy. And now I kind of like, I mean, now, now you're getting smarter. Yeah. Smarter and, you know, trying to get my form better. And, yeah. Um, I love, you know? not just you, but I love when I see someone on, like, the bench, yeah. even the flat bench, and their hips go up, like, uh, at, with their benching, uh, so I'm like, bro, two exercises in one? So, <laughs> instead of, like, making fun of them, yeah. I make, I'm make i like, wow, <laughs> hip thrust and a bench press? I have never tried, yeah. you getting married? I think I said that to you once, <laughs> I was like, I didn't, wow, like, this is so, yeah. push your wife away and bring her in at the same oh time, dang, I see. Yeah. It's always so, f- I love to, like, make jokes like that instead of being like, yeah, bro, your form sucks. Yeah, I see, yeah. So, what, I feel like when guys, if you just make fun of them, in a, like in a happy manner, yeah. then yeah, they're like there'll funny. be no hostility. They're like, yeah. ah, you know, like you yeah. whatever. Yeah, like a sense. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's a sense of humor, you know. Yeah, sarcastic. Because I, I mean, if like, I'd rather make a joke than like just not saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Today's episode is sponsored by Bucked Up. I love going to the gym. I've been going to the gym for over three years now, and I love hitting new PRs and goals at the gym. I love to try to be a little bit better each time I go. If you need help getting a little bit better each day at the gym. Well, I got you. Try Bucked Up. I love Bucked Up. I've been using their products for years. With their line of supplements, drinks, and clothes, they're definitely something that will help you perform and feel better at the gym. Use code DOWN20 for 20% off your next purchase. Remember, stay bucked. 
and I feel like that's um, what I'm gonna say. Yeah, I don't know. Hey, you know your what's your screensaver of your phone? Not Jesus, Jesus. I my 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 trainer on my missions. Grandma painted that. No way. Yeah, way. No. Her name's like Louise something like two L's. What's her name? I don't. I don't really. I don't really remember. Oh, but okay. She like paints like a bunch of those. Like she, there's that one, and there's another one with like Jesus holding like a black baby, and mm. a couple more that are like that type of genre. Oh my gosh! So it's practically my grandma. Practically yeah, my grandma. yeah. What are the odds, bro? I know. I'm working your grandma's future. That's right. That's good. <laughs> yeah. The selfie. Yeah, selfie. Selfie <laughs> about it. Selfie with you. Yeah. You're probably overall probably like the biggest, probably probably the top five biggest guy at the gym here. Oh really? You yeah. Oh, you're pretty big, man. I'm talking about you though. Oh me. Oh, you you okay. you you. Nah, nah, I'm not talking about me. Okay. There's like you, then there's that one blonde, long hair personal trainer. Okay. I I always forget his name. Me and him are tight, but like I don't know his name. I think his name is Logan. That's my name. But <laughs> is it like it's jacked? And yeah, like, he's probably your height. He's like probably like five ten. Oh okay. Five nine. Okay. But he's like kind of very similar to like built like all the way around, uh-huh. like big muscles and stuff. I think his name is Logan. No way, his name's not Logan. Yeah, huh. my name's Logan. I would know if his oh, yeah, name Logan. Right. It's true. Yeah. Well, huh. but there's like him that I can think of, and maybe like a couple others. But like, I I know guys are probably like similar you arm wise, but like not legs. Mm-hmm. But I've, but for you being like having big arms and legs and everything in general, mm-hmm. there's not too many like you. That's what I'm saying. Thank you. Thanks, Logan. No problem. Yeah. No one the grounds louder. No one as big. You know. Yeah. Getting that work in. That's right. Yeah. I, I'm starting to go heavier. Oh, really? So I found I've been doing this new training program where you do less total sets. Yeah. You do really only do one set per exercise. One set per exercise. Yeah, but that one set is in between six to ten reps. Right. But it's pretty heavy because you're only doing six to ten. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you do six, sometimes you do ten. Kind of just depends. But it's you're not just jacking it around. Mm-hmm. But it's like, so if it's like a bench press, like you bring it the negative of any motion, it would be four seconds or to like eliminate the momentum. Mm-hmm. Then the the, the like the the positive would be like kind of faster. If it's like bench press, would be kind of slow and kind of faster to get up and like super slow. But you're really only trying to do like six to eight, but it's like super controlled, but it's heavy at the same time. Right. So it's not just heavy and you're just trying to move it. Like you'd say like a power lifter, mm-hmm. but it's, yeah. you're trying to, you're trying to like get so much tension, but slow, but it's like heavier because sometimes you're doing six reps. Yeah. So it's rough. I see. Yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty good. Like what I, I used to do. Um, so, few sets, right? So one or two sets, of like not very, not very heavy. Yeah, yeah. But like, like you said, slowly going back up, but also slowly coming back up. Slow mean, both ways. both ways. Okay. You know? And you don't have to go very heavy with those, but then, you feel the like the tension. Are those higher reps, like ten plus? Higher reps, exactly. Okay. And then you go for higher reps, and but like usually it's very hard to go past twenty reps with. Oh, oh, you know, oh yeah, yeah. In so, general, yeah, yeah. So you don't want to go too light. You want to go heavy enough so it's like challenges you, but not too heavy. And then you go. Um, one more set. One more set, exactly. Okay. Good. And yeah. Nice. So what I'm doing now is 
depends on the exercise. I'll do one, two warm up sets. So if I'm doing some bench at 200 something, yeah, I'll warm up with maybe 100. Maybe if I want to do two warm up sets, I'm going to do 150 ish, you say. Mm-hmm. Then I'll have that. I only do one set. So there's no mistakes. Right. There's no, uh, I'm tired. I have another set. Yeah. I have to. This one is the only one. Yeah. And if I don't do it, I have to move on. I have another exercise I'm doing. Yeah. There's no like makeup. So like I have to get it done. Yeah. I like that. I should try those. We should put you into that. Uh, okay. Like an old bodybuilder. Start watching his stuff. Oh, okay. Mike Menser. Oh, yeah. I know Mike. Yeah. That's it. That was his whole philosophy. Yeah, it's like high intense, low volume. So really not that many sets. And like low frequency, so you're not working out that often. Mm-hmm. But when you do, it's like intense, but not too intense to like put you in a hole. Right. Because his whole theory is like, when you work out after you work out, you're in a hole. Mm-hmm. Then you gotta recover just to be n- back to normal. Then you gotta recover to become stronger after that. Hmm. So sometimes, so he was like, when people are working out too much, yeah, they're, they're able to recover where they are again, and they work out again. But then. So they go back into a hole. They don't really get a feel back up yeah. to like to gain stronger. That was his whole thing. So that's what I'm trying to follow. I see. So here's the thing with like um, training. Teach me. I mean, <laughs> what do I know? But like, it's basically kind of like some people have different metabolism, you know? Like you said, Mike will say some people need more recovery time. You know, some people will need more um exercises or like intensity and some people will need less you know so what you want to do is it depends you know me i don't need that much recovery time i feel like oh. i can i mean it's different you well, know yeah so like every day yeah every day and i'll be yeah. fine you know but some people they need like a day off and then they have to get back to it and that so they can build up and recover and like get stronger and like have even more energy which so I, I was listening to, you know, Tom Platts. Tom Platts, yeah. Yeah. I was a big Tom Platts for a long time. Yeah. So Tom Platts was saying that he trained with, so he went to school, graduated, and then met Arnold Schwarzenegger. And he was like, dude, I want to train with this guy and follow everything oh, he yeah. does, you know? Uh-huh. Didn't like and, it all. Exactly. Yeah. Uh-huh. Because Arnold was doing, you know, he was training twice a day. Twice a day. He didn't like that. Exactly. Oh, I, I, okay, yeah. why don't I be saying the same you know what, thing? You know what I'm okay. talking about? Yeah. So that's what happened. And, like, they're different. Like, Arnold can do that and get bigger. Yeah. Like, Tom tried it, and he just can't build any muscle. Yeah. Because they're different people. Then, you know, have you heard, like, Tom Platt's leg day? Oh, my gosh. You kill me? But you know about that, right? Yeah. He said, kill me. Uh, when you, like, listen to his stuff, he did that every other week. Okay. So we train legs once every 14 days. Oh, so you like once every, okay, every other week. Yeah, and like, uh, like some things he'd say, he like changed that up and trained it more often, but less intense. Okay. But like that, his notorious uh, Tom Platt's leg day, mm-hmm. he was taking days off before ever doing it again. Yeah. So I think comparing this to like the Mike Menser, Mike was like, like do it high intense, but just enough to grow, to recover fast. So you can do it again. But Tom's thing was was that, but just more extreme both ways. Mm-hmm. Dig a big hole, recover, so you can grow much more afterwards. So they're practically just saying the same thing, mm-hmm. but different. Different, yeah. yeah. Different. I love Tom Platts. 
legend. I squat like Tom Pants because I like his videos. Oh, you do? You yeah. Do, like, you keep Like high bar? Yeah, high bar, yeah. And the funny part is, I started doing it before I realized my genetics are really good for high, high, bar, high bar squatting mm-hmm. with like my knees and torso. Because I'm quite tall, I'm like 6'2". Mm-hmm. But a normal 6'2 guy has longer legs, right. has long arms. You have shorter legs. I have shorter legs. Right. So even though I'm that same height, my torso, my arms is much longer compared to my legs. And that's kind of, it's really favorable when you're doing a squat. Because mm-hmm. you got to squat less down and your knees can like bend more out yeah. from your toe. Yeah. And that's why I feel like I, my squat got so good, so well faster. Yeah. Because I was kind of more engineered for a squat. Right. So high bar squatting, I've loved way more than a low bar. Mm-hmm. So I, and my legs have always been nice, I feel like. So yeah. it's always helped. Yeah. The thing with that body type, like you said, like your legs, perfect, but then deadlift will be hard, you know? Yeah, it's a different yeah, type of yeah, thing. Yeah, different type of. I actually think, yeah, I don't know. My arms are really long. So oh, I, and my, yeah, because I have like my upper body is a tall person. Mm-hmm. My lower body is a small person. Okay. So like I have long arms. So yeah, I guess benching would be that thing because my long arms would totally. Yeah. Now I'm just a tall person benching. Like does yeah. like my legs don't even matter. Right. But yeah, makes sense. But they're legends, you know, Tom Platt and Mike and Arnold and great guys. I mean, when I first started working out, I was listening to Arnold Schwarzenegger almost every day. You know, yeah, yeah. he'll tell you, yeah. <laughs> He'll tell you stuff like, um, go to the gym, <laughs> you know, or, yeah, <laughs> good stuff. Was that your accent? That was his accent. Was that you trying to do his accent? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or you say stuff like, uh, what did he say? Oh, my God. Talking about coming at the gym, like the, the muscles and stuff. Right, right. So yeah. funny. You had to pop, you said it pump. It's so, uh, people like ever since, because that, that way where he's saying that he's like, oh, do you feel the, the the, mu- the pump in the muscle? Like, yeah. it's so euphoric. Yeah, people think he's he was kind of like overdoing it because that was the part of the movie he yeah. was filming. Yeah, so you kind of make it sound better mm-hmm. than it was. Because I remember Dorian Yates, if you know that guy. Yeah, he was like he was commenting on that video. He's like, no, no way, getting a pump is not as cool as <laughs> yeah. doing that. Yeah, he's like, go to the gym hurts. <laughs> like. <laughs> Like, yeah. no way it's the same. No, it's the same. Yeah, well. Some, it's just funny. I know, it's funny. I mean, that, that I think the documentary was, it was like a movie, you know, so I'm sure yeah, it had Some things parts. are. Yes, they're not accurate 100%. I learned that, what's the other guy he was competing against? The Leo, like dark-haired guy. Um, so, like, in the movie, there's, like, him, there's, like, Arnold, and he's oh, competing right, against right, right. the other guy. The big guy, right? Yeah, yeah. Tall guy. He has, like, black hair or whatever. Yeah. So I guess really, I guess before they filmed this, he was working with Arnold, like working at, at the same gym. Right. But for the movie, they he worked out at a different location to make it look like there was a competitive agent mm-hmm. when everybody at the time just worked out together mm-hmm. or at least at the same place. Mm-hmm. So they kind of like that, they kind of made him look new. Yeah, yeah. Little frag now. Yeah, they've kind of made him look like, oh, he just works out at his parents' like basement gym, mm-hmm. and Arnold works out at like, his yeah. golds. Yeah, to make like the two sides, even though in in realism it wasn't. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, I mean that that it's the plot, you know, it made yeah everything look so more intense and 
I think called a docudrama. Like it's not a documentary. Yeah. But it's a docudrama. So there's very true things in it. Right. And there's some things that are tweaked. Tweaked. But I loved everything about it because it seemed so real. Real. Yeah. Yeah. And it was a great show. Great show. Pumping iron. Pumping iron. Get the pump. <laughs> no, I feel like no one uses iron to describe weights anymore. No. It's not. Yeah, everything gets, everything's just so fancy now. You know? You say offensive? Fancy. Oh, fancy. I was like, like what? Yeah, because what did you say? You yeah. said they don't have like iron. Like like, like no one describes a weights as iron anymore. Right, yeah. They say weights. Yeah, because like, wait, they don't even look like iron anymore. Yeah, they're not, Usually, they're not, a lot of times they're not metal. Metals, you yeah. know? They have like, a plastic cover. Plastic covers and all that. For protection. Or yeah, yeah. So, I've been to a gold a gold gym. Yeah, that's like it, that. The, yeah, that's metal, metal, which is brings you back. You know, <laughs> they like, feel heavier sometimes. Like, oh yeah. yeah, oh, and the grip is different. Yeah. Which, I mean, you have to get used to it at some point. I like when Tom Platt says how anything back there they didn't they didn't they didn't use clips. Yeah, they didn't have. Them. He's like, yeah, uh, when we squat, oh. we'd put like a little little Space. opening. So when you go up, they clap, clap, and you go back down, and they clap. Yeah, and go up. yeah. I was like, I've never, like, I I always use clips in general. Like, yeah, I'm always a clip guy. Mm-hmm. But like, even if you had clips, you would barely feel it because mm-hmm. they're not metal. They you wouldn't hear them wiggle yeah. as much. Yeah, I mean, these guys, they were like artists. That was an art, you know. It was an art. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're, you're quoting all these videos. I've seen. Right. It. Yeah, so I mean, bodybuilding is like they made it look because it used to be like. um Something for like brutes, you know, like big guys lifting weight, you know. And Arnold came and like he gave a light to it. They yeah. showed that this is like popular, popularized. You know? Yeah, it may look. So it was weird for people to be big. Exactly. They were like, yeah, what's what? Yeah, what are you lifting? It wasn't even like cool. You know? Yeah. Or like yeah. when, or like when he became like an actor, people were like, hey, why are you so big? Being big isn't even cool right now. Yeah. And he was like, all these other actors are doing good and they're not big. So why yeah. are you? Yeah, definitely. So they popularized popularized muscles. Muscles. And women wise, I'm glad they did that. <laughs> yeah. hundred <laughs> percent. But it's it's I love it, you know. And they did something great for their time and it keeps them going, you know. Our, our generation, everyone is working out. I can't imagine what you'd look like if, you know, you went on the dark side. Just because, like, you're already, like, yeah. your shoulders are already so well yeah. developed and, like, your arm. Like, I can't even imagine, like, your base is, like, you have, like, a Ronnie Coleman. Like, people are like, bro, he's definitely taken. And you're yeah. like, nah. Yeah. So I can't even imagine, like, if you're like, yeah. And, like, <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. I can't even imagine that. So that would be crazy. I won't go into the dark side, though. But, yeah. yeah. I've yeah. heard that before. You know, if I wanted to do that, if I wanted to compete and, like, be a bodybuilder, then I would have, maybe. But that's just yeah, just, yeah. For yeah. me, commandment wise, like it's it's kind of hard to get around. Right. It's like yeah, I guess you could take TRT as like a medication. Yeah. It's fine, but some other things you start taking, it's like, bro, you can't be taking this. Yeah, and you, some, got, you got commandments to follow. <laughs> right, and some guys start so young. I'm like, yeah, yeah, like let the muscle like mature a bit yeah. more and yeah. see like your don't be a teenager <laughs> yeah don't be yeah don't be like 18 year old like or just be a buff teenager before you start right like a seatbelt yeah yeah Chris. 
that guy. Oh, I don't know him by his first name. I guess you're you and oh, you, you, you and him are close. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, I see him. Me, Christopher. Yeah, why not? <laughs> I mean, I know. Uh, I mean, yeah. Basic. He was big at like eighteen. Dude. Yeah, he was like I think like six three, six two. Yeah, and I think he's only six one. Is it? Six yeah, six one. Yeah, six one. But he was actually pretty big at like. 18 yeah, already. 18. Lifting heavyweight, and then like about 21, he started competing. And I, th- I thought it was way earlier than 21. Way earlier? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. But, yeah. I can be wrong. Yeah, but he was always like pretty like dense with his muscle mass. Yeah, because I think he's done, he's he's won the four, then I think he did the two before because mm. they, because cause that's when they did the new classic physique. That's when it started. That's mm. when he started competing. But he didn't win the first two. It's that one mm. other black guy. Okay. So he's done at least Olympia for six years, and he's 28, 27? Yeah. So the, he started the Olympia when he was 22, 21. So he must have got his pro card at 21, 20. So I think, so I think when people look him up, I think he started taking stuff at like 19, 20 mark. Yeah. But he's still huge. He's still on this Olympia. <laughs> of course, he's big. Yeah, it's crazy to hear about his bicep. That was crazy. Yeah, he had his bicep torn, torn, just like randomly, randomly, like, like during the show. I think, like yeah. that's same night. Yeah, I, 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 I heard he was like, like a couple of days out before, but either or, mm, a couple of days out. Yeah, I was like, what I watched, he said, like he was like, yeah, but he, he, like, it wasn't like a workout. He, yeah, it just tore because, like, I mean, it was too lean. His body was so like so vulnerable for a tear. Oh, right. And it didn't tear from the bottom of the top. It was like in the middle. That's why Yeah. it didn't. Because if, if he would have tore it like at the top or the bottom where it like moves, mm-hmm. he, he wouldn't have won because he wouldn't compete. Mm-hmm. If he actually would have like majorly tore it mm-hmm. where he couldn't have flexed it because the bicep itself would have moved, yeah, he would have he would have lost because he couldn't compete. Right. So I guess. He but he won, which is crazy with a torn, some form of a torn bicep. Right. So. And he didn't even know it was torn. He just felt. Like, yeah. And everybody was like, he's ejecting. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you saw that. Like, cause nobody knew at the time. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm glad you won. I like Chris. He's, he's a hard worker. How long would you want to keep keep him winning? Like, one more year? I give him two years and, like, he better. St- I mean, yeah, I know he does blood work and all that. Stuff yeah. To yeah. keep himself healthy. But I guess, yeah, I could see one, two years, but. Yeah, two years stop. I mean, if he keeps, it may be bad for his health. You know, this is too much mass he's putting on right now. Yeah. And I was super surprised comparing from this last one to the year before his legs. Like his leg shot, there was like in the upper part of the leg, like when he turns it, mm-hmm. there was way more like. Strength. It was just way bigger upper than I expected. Mm-hmm. I, I knew he'd get be better from the last year, mm-hmm. but that part of the leg I yeah. didn't expect at all. So I was like, that's super cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's. I mean, improved so much. He improved like last year, like every year he had like constant improvement, which is crazy. Sometimes you're like, yeah. well, there's no way you can top that, and he comes back stronger. Yeah, maybe he's maybe year. maybe compared to each year, he's maybe getting a little less per, but he's still gaining like a good amount. Yeah, yeah. I, I would like, yeah, it's about the same thing. Him winning like a fifth or a sixth, then, but like just calling it. If it's a health thing or whatever, then, but it's also, I don't know, he could, to his own Ronnie Coleman 
type of a just run for as long as he can until he loses, yeah. then call it. Mm-hmm. But but I think with Ronnie is like Ronnie can't even walk anymore. You know. Yeah. Same. I mean, at some point, no, your body. Same. I can't. Yeah. Yeah. Same. I can't even walk. <laughs> your body can just take so much. Yeah. Know, and, it's so crazy. Yeah. Well, but he's a legend. You know. I mean, if you have to put your dance into existence. Did you watch the open bodybuilding too? I don't really like open bodybuilding. I I watched a little bit. There's his best friend, like, I think it's his brother-in-law. Ronnie's? No, like Chris' brother-in-law. Oh, yeah, yeah. I knew you were talking about. Yeah, his, yeah. Yeah, and his. he competed. Oh, yeah. So I, I, I don't him. think he did that well, though. No. He, <laughs> I think he's like 10th. 10th, really? Huh. Well, I thought not in the top five, for sure. Oh. I think he just competed, like, yesterday. Okay. Actually, yeah. I saw a picture of him competing against someone else. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not stopped looking at bodybuilding stuff, so yeah. I have no idea what's going on right There's now. this one bodybuilder who, compared to any other bodybuilder in history, has gained the most mass in the last, like, four four years. Oh, what's his name? I think. Nick Walker. I know Nick, yeah. Yeah, but, like, oh my Nick, every year he gains, like, per show... He gains the average of 12 pounds. Oh, my gosh. So every year, about a month, for the past, like, five years, there's no human that's gained that much at, like, a certain starting weight to where he is now. Dang. Dude, he's a mutant. Yeah, the mutant, yeah. yeah. That's what I got call him, right? Oh, wow. This he's crazy. He's so much. He's I, so big. I met a guy at the gym, like, probably a year and a half ago who had the same type of vein problems, the genetic legs. You know, like, oh. Nick has the... The cascular veins. Yeah. Where they, they yeah. kind of just pile up. Yeah. It's just a, I don't know what they're called, but it's not per se like what he's doing. It's just like a genetic thing. Mm-hmm. I met someone at the gym here that had that type of, vein, like, like the almost couch. too many veins on the legs. And I was like, hey, mm-hmm. I know a pro bodybuilder that has love. He's like, yeah. 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 Genetics. Some people just have more like veins than others. Yeah. like leaner like that's the thing with bodybuilding sometimes you come up you see people who, um they're like so the cutting season like when they, you know when they go on a diet yeah they don't have to go for that long you know since their metabolism just is so quick so they just cut so fast some people it just takes longer like I know some like my at first when I started lifting I feel like I was more inclined to be like a power lifter yeah but um over time i was like well i i lean toward bodybuilding more yeah. you know and because i just it was easy for me to get the weight you know then cutting so but would you ever do a show maybe one day in a couple of years after your mission you know yeah maybe yeah it's my mission we'll see i wonder how much i wonder how much you'll lose or keep after your mission huh. muscle wise I think I, I lose because, I mean, it's, it's going to be fairly hot where I'm leaving, yeah. where I'm going, and yeah, I'm going to sweat a lot, so. I just know it depends on missions, like, if you can use weights or not. Mm. So, I know parts of my mission, like, we're like, yeah, like, there was gyms near, not, like, these type of gyms, but, like, um, like apartment gyms and stuff. I mean, Vegas, I mean, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. Like, apart, like, we lived, like, in different... Uh, apartment complexes and they had gyms mm-hmm. but sometimes we had the okay to use gyms or sometimes we couldn't even use gyms because of like su- like safety like being alone with like a woman like th- this working out there or like sisters with a, just a random guy that's working out there 
if there wasn't another guy or girl in the room, then we couldn't. So there are some times in my mission, like we could run and do push-ups outside. So I definitely got smaller during those times. So mm-hmm. I kind of, I think it kind of depends on your mission to p- see what kind of weights or yeah. what it's like there. Yeah. And the mission prep too, mission president, see. It just all depends. Yeah, it depends. Well, we'll see. I mean, I might gain a way. Are you learning a different language? I'll be you... speaking French, which is my first language. Oh, really? Yeah, so. Give me, a, give me a little French right now. Tell me, tell me what you did today in French. Aujourd'hui, uh, I mean, je suis parti à la salle aujourd'hui. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh-huh. J'ai, um, j'ai travaillé un petit peu à la maison, uh, rangé mes affaires. Um, my valise, j'ai fait ma valise, so. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> so, yeah, I was basically saying that I went to the gym earlier, and I had to pack up my stuff, so I'm leaving soon, so I had, you know, I put all my clothes and stuff in my suitcase, ready to go. Dang. Cleaning up my house a bit. Well, that was great. I, you're talking, I was like, I have no idea what he's yeah, saying. Yeah, what he's saying, yeah, thanks, but French is cool. I mean, I feel like, so I was like, yeah, when I first got here, I was like, yeah, I didn't think I'd be able to speak English, English as good as French now. I'm like, well, sometimes I can't speak French as good as English, <laughs> you know? It's weird. I bet you like, pick it up fast, though. Il yell come back. It's just, uh, I just don't get a chance to speak a lot, so it's kind of like, I have to think about it. Do you talk to a lot of the exchange students that are from France? Yeah, I mean, not really. I, I knew a handful that are from yeah, France that's yeah. French. I had a friend, but he left, so, yeah. Oh. Graduated. Ooh. Did he graduate? Or yeah. Just, oh, I knew a guy from France. I also know, what's his name? Um, uh, Antoine? Antoine, yeah. Antoine, yeah. yeah. We, me and him were in that class together once. Oh, yeah. yeah. Antoine's cool. He's in Salt Lake now. He married a girl, so. Dang. Yeah. Working good job. Oh, yeah. yeah he's an accountant, right? Yeah. Um, uh, not quite. I'm thinking, I'm thinking of someone else. Yeah, he's a there's, some, there's some exchange students between sales, something. Yeah, like um, marketing, something like that. I don't know. But yeah, what's going on? For, what about you? What do you have going on? Where do you, where do you see yourself in five years? Five years? Yeah. Um, five years. Um, probably have like my own agency. Okay. We're like public relations like what i'm going into okay like radio like pod um it's like uh what i'm going into it's kind of like um for companies making goals and setting plans if they want to get more like business okay type of a thing it's called campaigns okay so like if if you came to me as a business we're like hey i want to get more customers let's say you're a restaurant like okay then they say you have a great plan for an ad. Then I'd be like, okay, let's take a step back and let's do some research to see um, what you've done in the past so we don't make any mistakes. Then let's set up some goals. What's our main goal? Like you make us make an ad's a good thing, but us, what's our overall goal? What do we want to achieve in six to three to a year months? Then we set plans and yeah, we can make that ad or we can do something else or we could do a coupon or whatever. Then we do that, then we review, then that's kind of what I would do. So companies would come to me, or I could go to companies be like, hey, I can help you write a press release, or I can help you get more customers by X, Y, and Z, or yeah. whatever. That's good, like advertisement, like helping people coming, you know, like build up their brands. 
Yeah. Which, I mean, the guy gave you his phone number, they kind of do the same thing. Yeah, so it's, yeah, so it's kind of a similar thing. It's kind of yeah. like helping people get their name out get or their name out. things like that. That's good. You want to so work for yourself, like having your own yeah. scene. That's good. So I, then, then, then people can, because what I'm working on right now personally is things that after I graduate, if they can go well, then I'll have things to show people. Like the podcast is one of the things like I can write my own plans. I can do my own research. But like, oh, what are good podcasts out there? What's oversaturated? What's not? What are my goals for six months? What do I have planned? What are ta- tactics or strategies that I can use to leverage? How can I reach more people than I make those plans and I do them? And if I can keep track of that, then I could, then after I graduate, I can, even if I get hired by a company, like working for them, like not my own agency, but like being like the PR in the company, I'm like, hey, I, you want to hire me? I've already done this and I'm out of college. Versus most out of college people have the experience from college, but nothing on the side per se. Yeah. So I'd be like, hey, I've already done this and it's worked on my own. So I go to a company, they'd be like, yeah, we want you. Yeah. Or if I didn't go to a company it was, and it became my own company. Then either or it's valuable. That's good. Because one, I'm doing the one campaign for my podcast that I'm doing a different campaign for a cookbook that I'm writing. Oh, nice. Cookbook. Is it going to be like healthy? Um, It's my grandma's recipes. Oh, man. You're going to put them out there? Yeah. Could you ask for her permission? Well, well, she didn't because she passed away. Oh, shoot. But she gave me, she gave me all of them. Then I kind of, I was like, yeah, I can put I can put them in like a document and, you know, make a book. But then I was like, I'm I won't be selling any. Like I'm making like five books. Mm-hmm. Like then I was like, okay, then like what would I need to do to like promote the book? Mm-hmm. And I was like, then then I I read this one book or saw this one author talk about he writes a lot of stoicism books, a lot of um philosophy books and he's like yeah there's a bunch of philosophy books just like mine but they don't sell any i sell a lot of mine because i have like an instagram page called like the daily stoic where every day we're posting quotes different things from the time period so when i when i come up come out with a book that's very similar to that i already have an audience a big audience that likes my stuff what's his gay name again uh his name is um what's his name Ryan Holiday. Ryan Holiday. Ryan Holiday. I used to listen to this guy almost every day, like a year ago. I listened to almost every episode of the Daily Stoic. Yeah. So that's like, really? Yeah. So that's him. So yeah. Marcus Aurelius and like all uh-huh. his stories. So like he has an Instagram of all that stuff. But so when he has a book out that's similar, you, you'll buy it because you already like him. And yeah. And here's the thing with um, advertisement. Like when people know you, kind of like podcast, and like they have like a bond. Like when they know you, you yeah, know, they trust you, and they like you or whatever. And then if you now bring up your brand or like your book or whatever, then you, oh, yeah. you, you always have an audience. Yeah, you know, so it's easier for you to sell than someone that just comes from nothing and just tries to put something out there, which it just harder. It's just harder for them. So some of my tactics and. Um, strategies that I'm doing to get that audience is I'll be doing like TikTok videos. Yeah. But a lot of my ingredients have a lot of my recipes have the name, 
and the ingredients. They don't have instructions because because they, they, it's a family recipe, so it's kind of just like taught per person. Okay. So a lot of them, and like she's dead, so I just have to make them up myself. Mm-hmm. So I'll film that, but like, okay, this is my grandma's recipe. We're going to put it together. Then together, we're going to try to make this work. Then maybe it turns out really well and it tastes great. Or maybe I burnt in an accident and the heating was wrong. Like mm-hmm. either or they're going to see my family's recipes and me trying to make the recipe. That's true, Nick. Then like, like, oh, they, maybe they just like my recipes. I'm like, oh, yeah, a lot of these recipes, all these recipes are my grandma's. And I'm making a book about it. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's so, that's so that's kind of my plan to have the, the audience and the book and all tied together. Yeah, audience, and that's all connected with my major, all this stuff. Yeah, publish relations. So. That's awesome. I mean, I like how you want to have your audience engaged, kind of like, hey, you guys come on and you know, let's figure this. Because it's out. like you don't know if I'm go- if it's gonna turn out good. I don't know if it's go- like I will try, but you don't know. Yeah, and it's a family recipe, and I I have the individual cards, and so that type of stuff will make me stand out versus other cook stuff. Because I don't feel like there's a lot of per se family recipe cook channels. Yeah, there's people that can cook great steaks, fancy stuff. Yeah, for sure, or great edits. Like I'm not per se doing that. I'm I'm my my what's making me gonna stand out is like the family recipes and me just trying to cook to see if it'll work. Then then I was like, oh, then I had this one thought. It would be cool at the end of my videos, but like, hey, send in your family recipes. Yeah. Then I'll try to cook yeah. them too. So that would be like an engagement because you see me cooking mine. Then maybe if you don't, maybe if you just have your ingredients of yours, I'll try to cook yours too. Mm-hmm. Then there'd be like some form of connection there. Man, that's a good start. That's That's pretty solid. Yeah, so that's probably five years. And hopefully the book is done well by then, but. Yeah, I plan now to have the book out in a year. Books, if you can do it fast, cookbooks, writing a cookbook isn't super complex, you know, but I, if I can do these advertising and stuff all within a year and the book comes out in a year with like pre-sales and stuff, then I'd be happy. And that's when I graduate is in a year. So Perfect. You can even have that for your um, resume. Resume. Yeah. And thanks for being on my show, though. Of course, Logan, anytime. That was, that was a pleasture. I loved every you did, you did amazing. Thanks. That was the Down to Talk podcast.